0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your. End of the year 2018 Frankensteiner wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, I'm Martin. I'm here. I just got home from work. I'm fucking starving. I'm going to be eating on the podcast. I know that's rude. I'm going to try to not do an ASMR thing here. So I want to mute myself. Luckily enough, we've already discussed as we talked about last week is that Cliff and Julie here are going to be running down their lists of top feuds, top moments potential like what they're looking forward to in 2019 they're got it all ready for you so it's going to be all about them their thoughts and opinions and everything so i definitely want you guys to be able to comment like subscribe and everything uh make sure you follow us on wherever your podcast you know apps are facebook twitter instagram all that stuff of Culture because you'll get all the info from us but as always my co-hosts my cohorts got the jubaca <laughs> Yes, yeah. she, she decided that she was going to have car troubles for Christmas. So let's all congratulate her on the car troubles for the holidays.
1: Yay! Yeah. <laughs> did you have
0: Did you have a good Christmas or a Yule or Kwanzaa or whatever it is? Yourself? I mean, yeah.
1: Other than that, other than that, because it literally happened Christmas Eve as we were getting ready to go to family's That's so you know.
0: Hi, hi, Julie's mom. If you listen, hi, Mrs. Holstein. <laughs> I miss you. Mrs. Holstein was my uh, was a lunch lady for us in elementary school. So
1: lunch yes. lady land. <laughs> oh, my mama, well, she also ended up doing. My mom was all over that city helping out. She mm-hmm. did crossing guards. She did code enforcement. She did all of that, just trying to help out. You know. She's Julie's native. mom,
0: everybody. Julie's mom is a saint. She She's will be. There right. will be a statue erected in Detroit of her.
1: Hopefully, that'd be cool. Next Roblox.
0: And uh, and someone who won't be erected as a statue for any reason whatsoever because he is literal trash. Cliff. Me... Yay! me. Oh. Hey, <laughs> my good buddy Cliff, the big red dog, Baltimore's own. How you doing? How was your Christmas? Did 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 daughter, did uh Lady Clifford Miller get everything that she wanted?
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the the little my little Kiki. She got she got a lot of stuff that she wanted for Christmas, so I'm definitely hyped for her. She I um,
0: saw that she got some uh WWE action figures.
2: Yeah, so she got her two favorite. So now she is a proud owner of a Sasha, Banks, and Bailey. So she has Woo-hoo! a box Hug connection. Yay! So we we got her the Sasha one originally and well, I got it for her. And then as we were walking through Walmart, I saw uh Bailey, so I got it for her. And my wife was like, Well let's just see if she, she plays with her first one first before we just get her another one. I was like, Who ever has just one wrestler? Right.
0: If you, you don't if you only have one, that's sad.
2: Yeah, so We ended up getting the second one for her, and uh, yeah, so she's actually, she's playing with them, she plays with them, like, I don't know, probably fucking, every day she's been playing with them, but she plays with them for, like, 10-15 minutes, and then, like, moves on to her next toy, because she's got so many other things, too, so.
1: Well, that, you know, the child attention span is awesome.
0: Yep. If if your child is anything like you, the ADHD is there, but, you know, kudos for spoiling your kid. Kudos. And
2: so now it's, like, the next... Movie is uh trying to get like Becky Lynch and hopefully yes. we can get her like a uh, Charlotte American just finish the horse
0: four horse women
2: yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. we get the whole First collection goal.
0: there you go all right oh. so let's get into. The the, your list guys um because i know you guys want to record your get the ko podcast featuring cliff and julie and anthony and where they discuss everything mma in the mma worlds and they have big fights this weekend so they want they're going to be recording that after we record this so make sure you tune in for them make sure you tune in for that because isn't it ufc 232 or something like that
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Oh.
0: i remember out you oh my god look at me go um
1: <laughs> so,
0: uh, ladies first we'll go ahead julie what list do you want to start off with
1: oh mm, uh, let's go with the next the top nxt Top 10 All right. of the year.
2: Oh, let's save that for last. You want to save that, that for last? <laughs> oh
0: my god, did I say Cliff can choose? Shit, Julie, don't be. <laughs> Alright, we'll save the NXT one because we okay. know that was probably the most exciting one. Okay, so. so... Main roster, well, top yeah,
1: 10. Yeah, we'll do the top 10. Okay, um, let's see. Let me go down. I had... I'm going to just go 10 up. Uh, Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the IC title at Backlash. One Seth Rollins won. Uh, It was pretty much the best match at Backlash. It's good. Yes, it was. It shows. I mean, that's pretty much my where it was at. That was one of the best matches. So it was everybody and the whole knee injury angle was awesome. Um, My next one, I had AJ Styles versus Rusev for the WWE title at Extreme Rules. Um, Even though Styles won, it was nice to see Rusev get very close to almost winning. A major title with oh, what yeah. he's doing now. So, so that,
0: that definitely showed that Rusev was a main event player, even though it was just a knockoff feud, uh, yeah. Hitler feud for AJ. Um, I have to agree, since we didn't talk about that last week. That was yeah,
1: it was fantastic. Decent. It was really good. And like I said, it helped elevate the whole character because he was already on on a phase high, and it just helped raise it more. Um, I love that. So good, right? My next one I had was actually on Raw and it was Seth Rollins versus KO for an IC title match. That one was on I think it was August twenty-seventh, I think I have the date. Um it pretty much if you say Seth Rollins and KO were in a match together, you know it's gonna be good. And this is also like I, this is also like at the end where ko looked super defeated and was like i quit because it was after the whole braun strowman and he's just been screwed with enough and losing so when he lost this one it was just like you saw the defeated face on him and it was really good um my next one was oh, um, on. hmm?
2: but that had one of the best lines in it it was right at the beginning when or uh, right in the middle of that promo he was cutting when he goes um Where else in the world I would rather be right now. I take that back. I could think of one other place that I would rather be. (laughs) And And he was talking about wanting to go to Quebec.
1: (laughs) Right, 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 right. Well, that's why, like I said, it, it, I, I like to include raw matches because not everything has to be on a pay-per-view. So, um, my next one was the men's money in the bank with Braun Strowman winning. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest, literally. It's because Braun Strowman won. I wanted him to win. I wanted him to win that match so hard. I was all about the monster having the freaking briefcase and just coming in and just kicking someone in the face and be like, "My title now." I was all for that at that time. So, um, and then also you had the you had Kevin Owens in that match too and I loved their little shit that was going back and forth. Like the 20-foot drop. But they wasted yeah.
0: they fucking wasted that fucking they, briefcase.
1: Yeah, they did, but I, I was, I was still happy about that match. So like, I'm going mainly like, yeah, it sucks that they wasted it, but I was still excited at the time that Braun Strowman won it. Because it's fucking Braun Strowman. He's amazing. Um, my next one is AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. That fucking family storyline. I mean, like, Wendy! It was Ooh, like windy. <laughs> it was like if you loved the weird shit back in the day when they would do like the weird family storylines, like it, it hits your little heart that way, and that's kind of what it did for me. It was cool. Plus, I could just watch those two fight and I'm your hard. poppy. Yeah, I mean some of it got creepy, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> like whatever. Do what you gotta do. But it was still entertaining. And that's the main thing. Um the one after that was and I have an asterisk on it. It was the Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins at Hell in the Cell. It wasn't so much for the storyline or anything that went into it. It's because you had four really good wrestlers in a Hell in the Cell match that I just wanted to see in a Hell in a Cell match together. So I didn't really give a shit about the storyline. I gave a shit more about the fact this was Drew McIntyre at a better version of himself, Dolph Ziggler, who's always a good workhorse wherever you put him in, Dean Ambrose coming back, and then Seth Rollins. So it was like, okay, uh, I'm here. Fight I'm here forever. For yeah. So that's why I have them on that one. Um, cause I thought it was really, really good. Um, the one after that, I have Balor versus Rollins versus Miz at Mania 34. Um, it was a match the IC title needed to have at the time. Oh, Miz yeah. has been making, a yeah, Miz has been making, Miz has made a huge commitment to making that title amazing. And the the match itself helped because you had like the coup de hitting I mean, just a lot. It was, end moves galore from figure fours and all that shit. So it was just a really good match. And it was good because it had the icy title and it needed that to have really good wrestlers bring that match, that bring that title back up instead of it just being to the wayside. Um, my next one is the TLC match: Becky, Charlotte, Asuka. It's fantastic. It
0: was that was brutal. a really recent. That was a really recent one, and I'm yeah. pretty sure I said something about you know making sure people paid attention to it because it was in the B coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. It was yep. the last one of the year. They wanted to throw it off, and they even threw it in as the main event. So yeah, the
1: twists and the turns at it—it it gave an it opportunity to someone who really needed it. Right. I was I was there for it. I've, I loved it. I I was totally there for it.
2: Actually, I'll I'll, I'll wait. Oh wait, I'll talk about it too.
1: Okay. Uh, I have uh, Ronda Rousey. My next one is Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. Uh um, That was a great match. Uh the story led up to everything that led up to that entire match and then the way she got counted out with her doing the Kendo and now that she's also having like her, like, I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter the other day, she was like, my friend Ken came out, and she had a kendo stick, like, if that's going to be her thing, they're going to get a little bit more brutal, alright, whatever, I'm here for it. They're taking it more seriously, and they're trying to all elevate themselves, figure out what you want to do. If that's what's going to elevate you, you, do you, boo-boo, I'm here, I'll watch it all day, so that was a really good match. And it also helped elevate Rhonda. Um
0: It really it took, did.
1: It. Mm-hmm. She took some shit that match, and it was good, because it was like, ooh, you wanna be here. You really wanna be here. And then my number one is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Fair, uh Last Woman Standing at Evolution. Um, because this was literally the pivot for me um for the Becky Lynch era. A lot of people saw her coming, but th- this was really like, okay, Becky Lynch is coming. This was the beginning of this train that we see now. I think this was like the birth of the man, really. Was during that match and the lead up to it and all the the shit that was going on. I it's one I love that match because we have an m- amazing storyline and different feuds going into the new year because of it. So those are my top ten. Yay! Oh,
0: those
1: those yeah, are great. Picks. All, of, all of those all of
0: those matches um, <laughs> definitely. Stand clearly. <coughs> they stand out. up to somebody, but I'm pretty sure it's general consensus that you know, you know, positively looking outward, you know, at some of the matches, those ones all have a really good place in in memory for a reason. And yeah, I kudos, kudos, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that.
2: Oh, that was a that's a that was a great list. Thank you, thank you. <laughs>
0: somebody so, did their homework. Boopah, boopah. <laughs> all right. Cliff, same question to you. You have thirty seconds for all. Of- no, I'm just
2: kidding. Uh, <laughs> That's rude.
0: Uh go ahead. Yeah, let's hear it. here for you.
2: All right, so I want to start this off with an honorable mention. Um it's something I kinda hinted at last week. Yeah. Uh Kazuka Kazuka Okada versus Kenny Omega at New Japan Wrestling Dominion <sighs> two thousand eighteen. <laughs> what
0: could only get so erect for that match.
2: Ugh. Talk about like Two guys selling a story so well. And, you know, it was funny because, like, Dave Meltzer gave, like, the first match. Like, I think he gave it a five the first match and then gave him, like, a seven and a half on a couple matches. But then overall, he just gave it a full seven stars out of five. Like, this was a match where, like, at at, right towards the end, Okada tried to hit his finisher. And as he went to hit the clothesline, like, he hit Kenny Omega and just, like, dropped. Because he just had nothing left in the tank. It was so awesome. The and like spelling, that, oh so my broke. god. They, yeah. Package right before <clears throat> with the Infinity yes. like theme yes. behind yes. it. Yes. Oh my god, yes. man. Like, it was so sweet. Like, what did it cost you? The yeah. The club imploding everything, and everything. It was just, like, everything. It was so worth it. And then even the ending had, like, a great tie-up to it, too, where the Young Bucks came out and, like, celebrated with Kenny like, god man like what an amazing match yeah and so with that being said let's start us off with number 10 gauntlet match from Raw February nineteenth, two 2018
1: this oh, is a match long that long started long. off
2: with Roman <laughs> so Roman Reigns versus Seth
1: Rollins how did that not uh, make your off list this match. how did it not make mine <laughs> yeah be- be- because the list was only 10 Oh, I'm so I'm so
0: sorry. And I'm glad
2: you can count. Never mind. Fuck you. So, yeah, so this was like we get to hey, watch that like was a two... compliment.
0: <laughs> I'm right. sorry, Cliff. I'm sorry. I that was a compliment and she told me to fuck off. You fuck off. That was a compliment. Go on.
2: So, we had a uh, Reigns and Rollins start off this match and we watched Rollins beat Reigns and John Cena in the same match. And it was an hour long of just Seth just showing off his skills and how is. It was an amazing match all around. Uh Elias, Finn, then Miz uh, got the sneak win on Finn, and then Braun came in and swept the rest of the place. So it was a great match, though, overall. I really loved it. And it, and it's funny because, like, one of the earliest matches I remember on Raw talking about it and then just, like, riding the wave all the way through the year. So for it to be my top 10, you know, it had to stand up to a lot of other matches that I really enjoyed. Uh, number nine, uh, this would be the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers SmackDown, August 21st, 2018. So this was after the disqualification. I love this match so much. wasn't because we had just watched it at the pay-per-view, right? It was because was hurt, and he was wrestling this, like, really hardcore-style kind of match. And it was, it was an amazing match to watch. Like, he was working hard. And the guys were doing a great job. And it was just, it was cool to watch the, the new day win the tag titles, but it was even more impressive to know that. And he, the severity of his injury, like, and he just kept working through. So I was definitely excited for that. Uh, number eight, Royal Rumble. And one particular spot stood out for me. And it's only because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, Rey Mysterio, like surprise entrance. Yep. Yep. I agree. It went. I went off. I'm not going to lie. I went hype. <laughs> <laughs> I marked out so much. I could not believe like how well, um, like how well, one, how great a shape he was in, but then like the right, th- th- right towards the end when you had Randy Orton, uh, uh, and Ray Mysterio versus Shinsuke, uh, Roman Reigns blood that was in there. um, But it was like, it was new school versus old school. And they were right there at the end, just staring at each other. It was an amazing, amazing look. I actually have Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair at TLC.
1: Such a good match.
2: I wanted to talk about this. It was just like, one of the cool moments, and that was something I was going to bring up when you were talking about it, was that they had great spots, but they just let everything kind of air out. So, like, you had this moment. They didn't rush into the next moment. They just took their time, and it yeah. looked so amazing. It was a well-put-together match, and that's why I was, like, but I was, like, oh, these other matches are really good, too, and I got to keep it this way. Right. Six. Number six is going to be Seth Rollins versus The Miz at Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, I have to say, like I love this match, and mm-hmm. this was the only match that was on the card that was worth a shit. Yeah, the rest of the card sucked, but that whole this match in particular, was like
1: horrible pay per view.
2: Yo, this that yeah, it was it was straight trash, but it was great to see that. That match, saved it. That honestly saved the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: saved it. Is it mildly though?
2: <laughs> yeah, we talked a couple times that that oh, was yeah the we only about, match.
0: We talked about that pay per view. We talked about that.
2: <laughs>
0: we don't need to go back to
2: that. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm.
2: No. PTST. <laughs> so, number five for me, McIntyre versus Kurt Angle at Raw, November 5th, 2018. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Ooh, good. <laughs> one. About
2: establishing a star in Drew McIntyre yeah. with a top heel, a top main eventer, and the way he finished that match. Me, like I was, I was Drew mad excited daddy. seeing Drew. Yep, Drew <laughs> is daddy. Drew is the man, and I was like, "Yo, I cannot believe how well Drew like, can't be the man you know, if Becky they Becky both did the be really great together.
0: Drew can't be the man if Becky is the man. Um,
2: Drew is the second man. <laughs> <laughs> the second yeah, I'm man. Gonna, let's go be real <laughs> sorry." Uh, oh, so that's four, great. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali, uh, two hundred five live, July third, twenty eighteen. And talk about the the match and match with the spots of spots. Like I've only seen few matches that have better spots than what I saw in this match. But this match this year, oh my god, man! Like I was super high for Mustafa Ali during this match, and the way that match ended. Tornado DDT off the stairs Mm -hmm. Like Buddy Murphy sold that Perfectly and they had Oh my god like all the spots I could think of They had the superplex off the stairs Standing vertical like oh my god (laughs) Like I cannot Stop thinking about like how amazing that Single match was Right This would have been
1: Mustafa Mustafa Ali's also been like On a rise and that was also just In my view the beginning of what you're seeing now,
2: yeah, like a a, solid a, match a, after solid match was yeah this, what, was this the match that was in the tournament, or no? No, I think that no, I don't think it was,
0: okay, so I, I then I'm thinking of the right match, so yeah, um Mustafa Ali really didn't have anything for me. Like into '05, prior, like I knew he had a great move set. I knew that he had some ability, but something wasn't clicking for me for him. He was just, you know, a guy who do high fly moves. Like the charisma wasn't there, the ability to speak wasn't there. But he worked his ass off uh before Mania. After Enzo got fired, and he really worked his ass off in that tournament and everything. And l- l- we've talked about this before. That feud with Buddy Murphy post Mania, mm-hmm. like. Really brought him to new heights. Now, I don't know if this is direction from daddy H or if it was him like being able to actually do other things other than just be a hot, a high flyer spot monkey or whatnot, but just everything clicked for him. Everything. I'm like, there is a reason. There is a reason why Buddy Murphy is a champion leading the division coming out of nowhere. Like less than a year ago, he wasn't even on 205. He was stuck in NXT hell. Well, not mm-hmm. saying that NXT is hell, but he wasn't even on TV. He was literally just doing NXT house shows. He was stuck there. Yeah. And now Mustafa Ali is on SmackDown. When he was yeah. getting when he was jobbing out to Cedric and to Hideo and to uh Nice and Buddy and everybody else. Like there was no real direction for him. I, almost a year later or a little under a year later Mustafa's not on 205, he's a full-time SmackDown member, and Buddy Murphy is the champion. I solely think it was because of that feud start, specifically that match that threw them to the stars. Like that was the brass ring, they grabbed it, yanked it down, turned it silver, turned it gold, and made it their cock rings, and made it their bitch.
2: Yep. That's exactly, that's, that's exactly right.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's fucking fantastic.
2: Number three, Rousey versus Kurt Angle, or Ron Rousey and Kurt Angle versus <laughs> and Stephanie I see McMahon.
0: Match. No, no, no. I want to see Ronda Rousey versus Kurt Angle.
1: Yeah, uh, I want to see that match too. I'm sure Kurt can sell it very there, well. Yes. He would. he so, be all Ronda that.
2: Kurt versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon at WrestleMania 34. And I think what it is for me was it was the surprise factor of how good Ronda Rousey was versus like, how the match overall was, because it's kind of, I felt like it was kind of structured funny, in certain parts didn't make sense, but overall, like, Ronda's ability to, one, sell, and to just look like a sheer dominant force against Triple H and Stephanie at separate times, and the ability she had just to sell, it was just, it was amazing to watch her and see how far she was coming. Yeah. Then...
0: We've talked about and, that before, so yeah.
2: That. <laughs> Number two match is probably one that's gonna it gonna jump out the roof. Uh So on, it is,
0: well, let me put down my burrito.
2: Oh no, <laughs> you're gonna, Oh no, you might want to get ready for this. So it's Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre at Raw October second twenty 2018. and match Where earlier in the night, uh, went out and talked about how he had leukemia and he had to relinquish the belt. And right after this match, I got a video turn. call from Marty, <laughs> yeah, that was yo, the heel turn.
0: <laughs> Whoa, that okay, yeah, not only I'm not gonna steal your thunder. I'm not trying to steal your thunder, but let's 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 go over it. That not only did that match. Like have me, like invested. It was like almost as good, if not as good, um, as their Hell in the Cell match. Um, but you know that swerve at the end, man. You
2: right. Know, it Talk had like, it was so the great. The whole episode had you writing emotions.
0: Oh, it really did. Episode I don't even care. It, I, I, it is. It is well documented. Well documented that I could give two shits about Roman Reigns. Could give two shits. But for Joe Anoa'i or whatever his last name is, you know, no one deserves to have that type of hell to go through. Twice. Right. This is number 2. Especially with the odds that he's going to be facing with having mm-hmm. to battle it a second time. Yep. So, for Joe, I care and it sucks.
1: For Roman,
0: for Roman, Roman, fucking goodbye. Come back, let's get some new writers and put him in a different creative direction when he comes back. Um, but the way they just pulled the trigger on everything that they did that night, it got a little shallow and pedantic. It got a, it got, now you don't want to say shallow and pedantic. It got a little forced upon a couple of, like that night, but I get, you know, it was a big announcement. It was huge. Um, but the to top it off, the way they topped off that night, There was a reason why I fucking called. I was like, they fucking did it tonight? Fucking really? What? But yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm done. You talk about it. I'm done.
2: Yeah, so we had a lot of great moments in this match. A lot of great, like, just swerves going in and out. We thought we had a lot of close calls. We thought finishes were going to happen. And ultimately, what set this match off for me to make it number two was the story that was being told. It wasn't a match about... So even though they were going for the tag titles. It was a match about dedicating it to Roman or to Joe, whoever you want to call it for. Regardless, though, they fought out there. They fought, and they fought their hearts out, and they ended up winning. And, like, right before they gave each other a hug, it was like Dean whispered in his ear. I was like, you ready? And then Seth, you could kind of see it Seth. And then Seth pulled back, looked back, bam, got hit. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just remember... Like, so much energy, like so much positive energy going into this match. Like people were screaming. They were like, "Yeah, they won the Shield. Won what? What?
0: What That's, just happened?" Yeah, it sucked, it sucked. The energy out of the whole fucking arena. Like people. Yeah, are, WWE's
1: really good about that they one. They huh,
0: were legit crying. Oh like, yeah, yo so, in the whole aspect of
2: this this turn was when Dean Ambrose and I've talked about this a couple times and I've said this numerous times Dean Ambrose is beating the hell out of Seth Rollins and somebody in the crowd told him you're a fucking pussy and then Dean Ambrose without missing a beat he goes hey watch your mouth and punches Seth again in the face and I'm like yo <laughs> good guy good guy Dean
1: good guy Dean <laughs>
2: <laughs> ha, he broke he he broke face or he broke character like immediately the went back for his the other part mm-hmm. the other part that really really got to me too, and this was something else that I wanted to talk about with this match was like Seth is getting beat down, and he looked at Dean, he said, Don't worry, I understand we can work it
0: out
2: just see like." Dean's character go even higher, and you're like, oh my god. And he's just like, nope, I'm gonna rip this mat out. There's dirty deeds on the concrete. F that. <laughs> and your last one? Cause that was number two, right? Match. Yep, this is my number one. Uh Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch at Evolution. I have to agree. This was like one of the best matches that we have this woman standing match. Just the back and forth, and the uh, the chairs, man. When they when Becky piled all the chairs, and Charlotte stood up, I was like, I'm gonna "Win this match!" And when she didn't, I was like, "Yo," because we all thought <laughs> Becky wasn't gonna win. We thought Becky was gonna lose the title. Definitely did.
0: Because the direction that they were leading, like storyline wise, it just felt like they were heading towards. A Charlotte winning and usually like in last man standing matches something like or like a very final style stipulation like an I quit match or last man standing match you very rarely unless it's by really heel tactics like handcuffing a hand or a foot to the rope to the bottom rope where the person can't stand or something like that um the good guy usually wins and I was you know, like, you have well, a... Charlotte's the good guy here in their eyes. And when they gave us the finish that they gave us, I was just like, I can dig it. And it was, it just, again, thank you for not ruining it with shitty writing because that was so well played.
2: So well played. <laughs> played. But yeah, go on? on.
0: I'm sorry. I interrupted you again. Go on.
2: That's fine. No, that was it. You know, that was my great, that was my, that was a great moment and great match for, for Becky. And I, you know, other than her Twitter game, and that really set off who she was. And I'm, I was mad excited to see it.
0: Yeah. That was that again, good list, great list. Add some, th- threw, some stuff in there that no one really thought of, uh, especially, you know, completely missing the raw match of, uh, Dean Turney. So, all right. Next list. NXT, Jubaqa. You'll go fast.
1: Okay. Um. Let me see. I have a little a lot of order, so I'm gonna have to do this. Okay. Um. All right. There we go. Do Ember. Okay. Sorry. Ember Moon. Uh, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler at NXT uh, Takeover New Orleans. This is the one where Shayna Baszler rev- reverse the Eclipse into her submission move and Yo. beat Ember.
0: Go. That that match had me so
1: tilted. It was, it uh, was, it was a really good match. It was,
0: I did not expect Ember to fucking lose.
1: I know, nor did I. It was a fantastic match. Like mm-hmm. I, I almost don't have these. I couldn't even put these. I'm gonna put this on here. These almost could all be number one or two. Like that's the problem with this. So, but yeah, it was a fantastic match. It was awesome that they put the curve in of Shayna winning, and then the whole seeing the Eclipse into her submission to win was, I thought, was pretty badass. Yeah. Um, my next one is, um, the NXT North American Championship ladder match at Taylor New Orleans. Like, you really need to see more? Like, yeah. it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and then Adam, and Adam Cole won, but I mean, every wrestler involved almost kind of won because yeah. they all looked fantastic. Their move sense were great and they all fed off each other. And then Adam. Cole Cole winning just kind of put the little cherry on top. So it was like, okay, I'm cool with that. I am fantastic.
0: Can we just put like NXT takeover New Orleans as like that whole card was just like, nice. I know
1: actually because my, my next match, which my next one is, uh, the Alistair Black versus Andre C. Almas match. Oh, for the championship. my God. That was fantastic. That was great. <laughs> it was also the time for black to, to shine and oh, it was really right. good for Almas to be the one to do it, because they really made each other look good in that match. And it was
0: the surprising thing is, it was that this was the second year in a row that they had a match together, mm-hmm. because the year before, Alistair debuted against Andrade Almas, and
1: this was the time where you actually got to see, like, hello yes!
0: Well, the, the, the match prior was so fucking good, I was like, how are they gonna top this, even though the title was on the line? And it then was just, did. like, oh,
1: my God. Like, And they topped yeah, it because they're fantastic.
0: <laughs> again, 2018, regardless of who you say whose year it was, whether it be Johnny Gargano, Seth Rollins, It was, Ciampa, it D- was a lot
1: of people's year.
0: It, to me, 100%, top of the list, on Andrade Cian Almas. That was his fucking year. He came out of nowhere, went to the fucking top, delivered five-star matches, uh, takeover after takeover after takeover. He was a great heel. Selena Vega, manager of the year. All I'm saying, I'm out.
1: Right. Um. Yeah, I, 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 love that match. Um, let's see. My next one is from actually an NXT, it's the June 13th one. The Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT UK t- uh, championship.
0: You are feet. You were literally my spirit animal right now. You are literally saying all these matches and I ended them like yesterday.
1: So good. Cause it was oh, like, yeah. you got to see Kyle's submission style with the whole, and then you got to see Dunne's British song style against it. I mean, you, you knew. You knew it was going to be good, but then when you actually watched it, you got to see like, how fucking good it really was going to be. It puts me
0: in, it, it, it makes me feel different kinds of emotions and feel different feels because okay. it's like Kyle is such a fucking good tag team wrestler, but he's yes. also such a fucking good uh, singles, singles wrestler. Yeah, it's, it's-, like, it's hard to see him not paired with Bobby or Roddy especially Roddy because they've been on fucking fire but right. it's also hard to see Roddy as a tag team wrestler only and it's just it's just really weird because I kind of want that the branch out back in singles but at the same time Bobby Fish I haven't really seen much of him outside of Ringer Honor and even then that was years ago that I feel like he will just flounder no fish pun intended I guess um <laughs> but yeah, it's, one. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't really. You didn't even that. prepare that one. I really didn't. Um, <laughs> I. It's just that match showed that Kyle O'Reilly, once his tag team stint, if it does come to an end, that he can. Yeah,
1: can he, He's totally definitely
0: fine. hold his own as a singles because he has just been showing more and more and more charisma. Um, just yes, just that match was no oh, yes.
1: Right. Um, my next one that I have is from TakeOver Philly. It's the uh, Andre CN Elmas versus Johnny Gargano match. It was a fantastic match. The outside stuff with the women's is, it had a great storyline. I would watch it all the time. I can't wait for... I, I. It makes me excited to see if Gargano comes up and those two wrestle each other on the main roster because I liked watching them wrestle each other on NXT. So that's why that one's on my my list because ten out of ten would fight again. Yeah, I would. Um, next one is Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano, the Chicago Street Style match. I th- I actually thought this would be my number one, but I the other ones are placed for other reasons. Um, it was great. I, it, it, we, it's Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Urano. I mean, that's really where I... That
0: whole the, feud should just be number one on everyone's list. Just started. Exactly.
1: But that's why it's like, it, it's automatically going to be number one. We just get other up in there so people can un- know other matches exist. So, um, my next one was the Pete Dunn-Ricochet War Raiders versus Undisputed Era at War Games uh, 2. Uh, <laughs> I, I know... S- I so much. I know some people hated that match, but I actually really liked it. I love that he- Who hated it? Oh, I always see people on Twitter and shit, bitch, but it's the I internet. Say, if, it's you bitch know about anybody, everything.
0: if you know anybody personally who hates oh, that no. match, donkey punch him in the dick.
1: Oh, okay. Fantastic. I got permission. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm yeah, ready I, for thought, the charges. I, I thought the first one was fant- the first War Games was fantastic, so I was really concerned about the second one because sometimes it's really hard to repeat. Something a second time, but when you put the, the all of them together in there, it worked out very well. Um, so yeah, I really like that. Um, my next one is the Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross to take over Chicago. I love that match. I love Nikki Cross. I love the fact that she refused to tap and she let herself pass out while smiling. That yes, yes, was yes. 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 Awesome. It was brutal. She was like, fuck this. I'm going i like the only thing that would top that is if she was bleeding Stone Cold style. Like the Bret Hart match. When he like, passed out. Yeah, one, that's what that reminded me of. Like and it was awesome because it wasn't two to do two dudes doing it. No offense. It was awesome seeing two chicks like Two women in there. I and mean, that that's what that reminded me of. Like I said, that's what honestly that's one of my favorite Manchester back in the day is that Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, when Stone Cold's busted the hell open, he's refusing to tap and he just passes the hell out. That's what that kind of reminded me of. That just like fuck that. And that's why that's on my list. Um my next one is the Velveteen Dream. Versus EC3 at TakeOver Brooklyn, because this is the one that had the call me up Vince Tights. I knew I screwed up some matches like I talked on the other one. That damn match. It was fantastic. Like um First off, the call me up d- Vince Tights. Like the internet exploded. That was intelligent as hell. If you had a subpar match, which they didn't, first off, but if they had a subpar match, that is one way to make sure that they're still talked about. Um, but also the, the two cocky, the, the level of cockiness for both of them I just, I, I enjoy, I enjoy it. And they fed off of each other very, very well. Um, and then my number one was Alistair Black versus, uh, Adam Cola, Taker of Philly, the extreme rules match. Um, it, it, it was just a really good match. The, uh, the Alistair Black, uh, when he did, what was it? I have it on my notes. The moveset, that was my favorite. Then, oh yes, when he went to go to the new the, the moonsault, but he got hit midair with a stick. I, uh, I was thoroughly enjoying that one.
0: That's a good list.
1: Yeah. Like, other than that, like, <sighs> yes. <sighs> It was hard to make the top ten on that one. Seriously. I, hear, I, I, I I look at this and I'm like, there's so many more I could add it. But yeah, so that's my top ten for NXT. I
0: I like it. I like it. Kudos. Ten out of ten.
1: Thank you.
0: Alright, Clifford.
1: So I wanna
2: start off by saying that this list actually started with twenty matches and I had to get down to fifteen. And I had to get down to was very hard. Because my number eleven match was Cassius Ohno in a squash match over at War Games. I okay, we got... get it.
0: You like to do freaking uh, like... honorable mentions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I also like the King of the Bros. All right, wow. so let's start to software. You do. <laughs> let's number start right. Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era at NXT July 11th, 2018. And we all know what that is. We should all know what that is. Throw in the towel match. And Mm -hmm. I really, I love this match. I just thought it was so great that, you know, Roddy and uh, KOR were just able to just keep working on the league. And it was just a great heel work, but it was a great structured story. And I just, I was—it's yeah. phenomenal. I just can't can't stop thinking about it. We talked
0: about right. this before. Yeah, great match.
2: Number nine would be this. Hey, it's so funny because this is the same spot I put it at—the six-man ladder match: EC3, Ricochet, Lars, Killian, Adam Cole, and the Velveteen Dream at NXT New Orleans. <laughs> so good. My favorite part of this match was. When Ricochet was working up the ladder and they were, they decided to tilt it and he did the backflip off the ladder. And yes. I, oh my God. That was such a great moment. Plus, then you had all six of them on the ladders, like fighting back and forth. Like that was great. Uh, just, that whole match is phenomenal. Ah, know. It was amazing. Hey, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie saying at War Games too. I. Mm. Definitely love this match. I thought the two out of three pinfalls they had Dakota Kai as well as Ira Shirai, uh, jumping into the match as well, right towards the end. Just to me, I was like, yo, this was well together. And then Shayna at DDT looking move on the ring apron oh my god, yes, I was like, oh, bro, that was such a fly. Uh, number seven. Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano at War Games Two. I'd I loved, uh, I loved the whole motive of Johnny Gargano talking about how he was still a good guy, that he still fights for everything good. He came out with the Punisher tights and. Right towards the end, man, when he was telling Alster, he's like, "Just finish me, finish me with the black mass, just finish me." And then he just reversed it and was looking for the win. I was like, "Yo, this match is is so fly!" <laughs> and ultimately, he ended up, you know, getting beaten that match. And if you thought this was a spoiler reveal, you should have seen the match when it started, when it came out. Uh, number six. Uh Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa at NXT Takeover Brooklyn four. So my list is gonna be very heavy towards one certain style. Um I I I just dig the match, I dig the rivalry, I thought this was just so much fun to see, and uh you know, it ultimately it, it brought them to a whole new level of oh my fucking god. Number five. The undisputed era versus Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and War Raiders at <laughs> War Game Two as well. Oh, uh, oh, that one that we just talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. the shocker. Yeah. that great, great fucking match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where uh, I and I think what my favorite part was is, um, you Pete Dunne was the very last person he got locked in, but it was the fact that shooting him back and was like, no, we're going in, no, we're going in. And they just kept pushing back, whereas Undisputed Era, like, they had a plan the whole way. And ultimately, they didn't get the plan. You know, Ricochet did a double backflip off the war games. And then my favorite part of it was when Undisputed Era was on one side, Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and War Raiders on the other. And they're, like, talking smack. And then they're, like, carrying each other to the center. And then they start talking about each other right there. And then they jump into the middle of the two rings and start fighting it out. I was like, God, that's – Moment. <laughs> uh so my number 4 is going to be Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Champa at NXT Takeover in New Orleans. Yes. Woo! Yeah. So uh this list obviously I said is going to be very heavy skewed one more than one way. Um just I, I this was the this was when you guys actually got me to to both Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano and I think if I remember right, this was, like, the super heat, right? No music. He came out, and the crowd just booed the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Like, cool. Yo, it was like, fantastic! Uh, Yo, it was like Tommaso Ciampa knew he was going to come out to that as much heat. he was like, you know what? I don't even need music. The crowd's going to carry me out. And, like, that's what it was. I've never heard somebody get booed so loud and so proud i think even even more so than the kevin owens elias comment about the supersonics in seattle this was on a whole nother level of heat and i was like man i just couldn't believe if it.
1: this makes sense i think they were like almost on the same level but they were two different hatred like one was you fucking hated tomaso but then like the kevin owens elias was like you hated that they were right so I think, but they were both. I think they're almost at the same level of rage.
2: I thought I, I honestly felt like the crowd was gonna jump into this jump that Tomasa Champa as he was there. Oh, yeah, coming down the ramp. I thought the crowd was gonna just jump him. I totally was like, agree. Yo, This is. I really bought into the fact that Tomasa Ciampa was like he was this like super heel. <laughs> yep, that's a good job. Adam Cole versus Ricochet at NXT Brooklyn 4. Now, I love this match because I loved the story that was going behind it about how cocky Adam Cole was and Ricochet was, you know, not that good. Like, he's good, but he's not as good as Adam Cole, and he's going to have to wrestle at his best to get my title. For a moment was Ricochet's backflip off the ropes, getting hit with a super kick and then getting dropped into a neck drop. Just back, back, and I was, uh, I was so blown away. Great moment. And, you know, Ricochet is by far one of my favorite wrestlers, as well as like High Flyers. Like, he's just very solid in all areas. It's just super cool to see that. So, Marty's gonna love me for this. Uh, Ciano Moss versus Johnny Gargano. At NXT. Are,
0: you are literally, <laughs> li- you are literally a Latino of origin. Am I correct?
2: I yeah. How I mean, I is it? I can't say it's for right.
0: How? How? Who in your family do we need to call to have them smack you with a slipper or a, a fucking flip-flop so that way you can fucking learn how to pronounce Andrade Cien Almas.
2: I'm not going to be able to. It's it's just going to be Cien Almas.
0: <sighs> I can't with <laughs> you in your white
2: that is a great match. Um, it, I'm so I'm so excited that Marty. It was because I had not watched NXT prior to. It just wasn't. It was in my wheelhouse. Marty told me to go watch a couple episodes. I did, and then I fell and then up. you
1: learned it.
0: Well, uh, first off, I I wanted to make sure that you saw it because you know the opening the opening promo shot. You get to see me for like a good two seconds. Um. <laughs> But that's just me. I'm selfish. Uh, but no, the match and the build-up to that match was just fucking phenomenal. And it was a great way to start the fucking year. Let's just be real. It's a great way to start the fucking year. So, um... Yeah, no. I agree. I'm proud of you. Ten points. This match.
2: This match would have been number one. But... For this match. And that would be Johnny Gargano Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, NAC take over Chicago 2, and Only One Reason and One Reason Alone. And you're gonna remember this moment very well. And Katie, I know you're gonna be listening, but it was I'll take Tommaso Ciampa cause fuck Johnny Gargano. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Oh my god, you... I heard all
2: about this. <sighs> that was great. I,
1: like I feel like just... <laughs> I have PTSD from hearing it so <laughs> katie uh, screw yeah. you bitch
0: for being a loving girlfriend and having a date night can't even come to the final episode of fucking 2018 but yeah no girl homegirl mm, yeah she was rage
2: She was so yo i was i felt like tomasa Champa after that i got so much heat from her because of that and you know what it was like worth it But the match was also really good too. Like, right. And knock it. And the great moment, you know, like they perfectly in that match to have the finish that it did. You know what I mean? Like, you, if, and I forget what it's called, it's a term for, um, or even just for playwriting. Um, but you know, like if you show a gun in scene one, like you have to have that gun in scene three or act one. You have to have the gun in act three, like it's gotta be used. And everything was used perfectly fine. Like the you know the mat gets pulled back, and eventually um, uses the uses the. It had the consistency. Wood. It had yeah. consistency around. There was a callback moment. I think. I think yeah, that was the they had the callback moment where they were walking up the ramp. You know, and, and, and Tomasa getting the heat for spitting on Johnny Gargano's wedding band. Like, oh my God, like everything in this match was phenomenal. Yep. Hype and all around. I thought it was a great match. And that's, yeah, that's going to find <laughs> and out. That
1: would, that honestly, like I said, that would have been my one, but they wanted to give a chance to some others because realistically they're just so, that's just a fantastic. Just the two of them fighting. In general, I just
2: realized that War Games Two has been like so heavily dominated in my top ten. <laughs>
1: hey, sometimes there's good paper. I think was it originally Takeover Philly was what mine had, and then I had to go back and like watch other shit so I could be like, Alright, wait, alright. Right, right. We gotta give some other let's maybe that's just the one that's on my mind. So But yeah, uh, great great, great yeah, list, bro. You. Great yeah. list, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah, girl, 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 Girl. girl.
1: All right. So we got one top We've five been... feuds. Let's, the next?
0: Let's, let's, let's quickly run through the top five feuds for each of you. Um, this was a combination of both NXT and WWE. We're just doing top yep. five for the whole umbrella yep. right now. So, Julie, give me your number five.
1: Number five, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz.
0: And quick reason why.
1: Uh because I've been waiting for them to like beat the shit out of each other because of that whole talking smack promo. The twenty seventeen build up. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god,
0: yes. Okay. Um number four.
1: Uh Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair.
0: And we don't really need an explanation.
1: No, really, really. Uh, number three. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe.
0: Again, something we've talked about. Yep. Number
1: two. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampo. The uh- Really? Yeah, you <laughs> understand, you understand why. Okay, oh my
0: okay, I'm ready for number one. Give it to me, bitch.
1: Becky Lynch versus the WWE. Dude, right go. now, Becky Lynch is versing everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. That's my favorite feud right now, is her versus everybody. It doesn't matter where you're from, she's gonna come at you. It's my favorite feud right now. No,
0: I I'll, I'll allow it.
1: It, I, like If this makes sense, I don't give a shit if you're going to allow it, because that was going to be my answer regardless. <laughs> it's my favorite damn... I mean that lovingly. It's my favorite thing. She will read you for filth on Twitter, and I you love it. You
0: are not a drag queen!
1: It doesn't matter. I've been raised by them in certain aspects, uh, so, you know. Okay, you're right. You're right. Well, uh, you know, come on. You know how
0: to do your makeup really well. You contour your cheekbones really fucking well.
1: Bitch, I used to do wigs and stuff to make them look pretty. Dude, I kind of want
0: to do wigs, but that's another podcast because I have it no is. hair. But I I've thought about doing wigs. Fantastic. Anyways! top that five.
2: Was gay, <laughs> that was enough gay out of both of us for the year.
0: Both uh, Cliff, number
2: five. <laughs> Um, Undisputed Air versus Mustache Mountain.
0: Yes! Short, short feud, but fucking god, did it sell? Did it tell Fantastic. a story? Number four,
2: uh, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler.
0: Yeah, i have noticed a theme so far. Number three.
2: <laughs> yeah, that theme's gonna stick out pretty well. Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. Uh, Payoffs so good,
0: so good. Number yes. two.
2: That front flip out of the ring. Oh uh, so good. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair.
0: Uh, reasons don't, that doesn't need to be said. Yep. And your number one?
2: Ciampa versus Gargano.
0: I was waiting for it. Okay. Right, right, uh, right. Yep. So, I don't have mine, but yeah, no, I'd have to say, um, yeah, that would. They're all included pretty much, yeah. That's it's just, uh, the, I think the only thing that, uh, honorable mention, uh, would have to be, I would have to say Dolph versus Seth, uh, cause okay. it, it really, it, it really raised both that, of them, raise them both up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with um, that. That's a good one.
0: I'm trying to think of something that really elevated. I, I mean, I want to say Usos versus the New Day as well because it just like the earlier yeah, in that. the year.
1: Well, you know yeah. what, uh, you know what, you could put on there and as an honorable mention because it's it's building into the next year. It's honestly, this Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch thing, because that's building into the next year. Well, it's, that goes into
0: the next it's, segment it's, of what are we anticipating or what are we most excited about heading into twenty nineteen. So that is the next last part for the, tonight. Um, kind of wanted to get some ideas of what we're... Like, it's Rumble season. We are literally like three, four weeks away from the Royal Rumble. Oh, so we're excited. getting into Mania season, which means storylines should Cops. knock on everything. Should be good.
1: Um, and so then it's call-up member call-up season, signing season. Yep,
0: and then who knows what's happening after Mania, if they're gonna do another big shakeup with other yep. call-ups and everything else like that. NXT is overflowing with people, Um Well so- that,
1: and also, WWE is going into this, this season, this Rumble and, uh, WWE, uh, the WrestleMania season, having to really kiss the fans' ass for this past, you know.
0: Year. Uh, yeah, 2018 hasn't been the greatest. It's been but-
1: rough on some parts, so this is where they really gotta pay off this season, so quote, they better fucking Quote do unquote
0: it. some parts. Quote unquote some parts. So, um, I'll go first with this one. Uh, most like most anticipated thing would be, uh, probably the continued elevation of Undisputed Era, whether oh. that be Adam Cole finally getting his shot at the NXT championship. And then eventually, like he said in an episode of NXT not too long ago, that all of Undisputed Era is going to hold the gold in NXT down yeah. for it. Ready for it.
1: I'll totally I'm, watch this. I'm ready.
0: I'm ready for Undisputed Era to be the new modern era evolution slash four horsemen. Totally here for it. Totally here for it. No, I um, agree with that one. That would be fly. Super dope. Super dope. Uh Cliff, your first thing.
2: Um, I think one of my favorite moments, well, hopefully, it's kind of more of like a prediction than anything. Is uh, seeing Matt Riddle in the Royal Rumble? I know he's been tweeting about it a lot, and it's definitely something that and I, kind of, I I'd like to see what he would look like on the main roster.
0: Yeah, I, that that would be very hopeful for you know three weeks, two weeks, four weeks, two weeks, three weeks, weeks time. Yep, juju.
1: Um, probably women. Finals. Women. I think it's what- Women way. women main eventing WrestleMania. I think it's a real strong possibility with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey right now. Yeah, yeah you could sprinkle you could sprinkle Asuka and Charlotte Flair in there too, but I think those two right now have enough draw to push them into the main event.
0: Oh yeah, that's so, the money match, but they got to yeah. deliver. They can't so, it, they can't flounder it like AJ Shinsuke.
1: Yeah. That's the main, that's the big thing, so, but I, 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 but take out. I don't give a shit who it is, it's just, as a female wrestling fan, it's pretty awesome to finally see women main event Wrestlemania, because back in the day, it was a hard fucking life being a chick that liked wrestling, when you're like, oh, China's the best, but you now get, it's
0: like, you get five cool. minutes for a brawn panties match, enjoy.
1: Yeah. And, but, you know, there was people like, I idolized China. I had her action figures and everything. So it's really cool to finally see women possibly get that opportunity. I hope it's right. there. So. All
2: right. Just, it just needs to be understood that the year 2018 was the women's era. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, they sure. saved, they it saved, they
1: honestly why. saved wrestling this.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. There,
0: there was a, there are more like, even though a lot of our, Feuds of the year and matches of the year were not women focused, you know, cause the percent, the percentage of women's matches versus the men's matches and the, 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 the availability to see the men is much higher than it was for the women. Uh, but with women's matches, the high profile matches, like the pay-per-views and the stuff where it's main eventing Raw, SmackDown and NXT and such. They they definitely, definitely delivered. And, you know, I'm not going to say it was all one person. It was definitely, you know, all the women who were involved. But, you know, I want to say thank you to Rhonda because of the fact that she's using her name, her star power. WWE is also uh, cascading on that to really bring to light the fact that these women bust their ass just as hard, if not more. To be in this business, to be in this industry, and they want to fucking go balls to the wall. And with the hard work they put, they put in this year with the first Rumble, you know, all these first ever's and everything else like that. Evolution was not a failure. No, the first Women's no. Royal Rumble was on the main event for a reason. There's a reason why Sasha and Charlotte, for the time that they were feuding on Raw, were main eventing. You know, and it's it, great feud for them. I mean, there's a reason why this year they've just excelled because where they were given the opportunity and the ball to go with places, they fucking to, took it to those places and then went even further. They did extra laps with it. It's it's great. And really, I cannot wait for the yeah, women's I, I'll tell you right three.
1: now, a really, good po- a really good thing to listen to, Ed, Christian Pod of Awesome. Uh, they just had Becky Lynch on recently and she actually just talked about the whole taking the ball and running with it, realizing she was waiting for her moment and then she said, screw it, once I get it, I'm just taking it and running with it. And it's really good. It's really good.
0: It's really good. She had her stone cold moments and she's keeping she up with it. Continue. She's not, she's not. She's not backing down with it. Like you, everyone thinks, oh, this is just a, uh, a fluke with an opportunity that, you know, an accident happened and she's rolling with it. Like no, she keeps pulling the punches with it and continuing on with it. And with the way that social media guess, is a role into the character now.
1: It, she reads just, everybody like it's a joke. She reads them. The house oh, down. The, the, house, house down. <laughs> the
0: house down. She reads. If you guys are learning new lingo today, I would like to thank all the drag queens and all the gay people who uh, like to give us this vocabulary inverted. Thank you. Yep. Urban Dictionary. It's a thing. Read Man. the house down. Oops to filth. I'm <gasps> soaking in my oats. <laughs> okay, so, I just realized I'm about to miss the <coughs> episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 4, but that's okay. Um, for me, I think I just said it with there. another thing for me, the women's division in 2019 uh, with the call-ups from Nikki Cross and Lacey Evans, the way that the, the division's just heading for me, um, and plus NXT being built up and everything with Mia Yim being signed— and uh, that's exciting. Bianca Belair just won Again. this uh, this past week. She won the number one contender to Baszler's title. That
1: match was fantastic. I, I just touched earlier.
0: I am really excited to see what they're going to do with Bianca versus oh,
1: she's so Shayna. Good.
0: Like, is Bianca going to turn face? How are they going to work Shayna into this? How are they going to work Marina and...
1: Bruh, uh, I, I, just I would love I'm it. Just- Bruh, they don't need to turn nobody. She could still be a heel and you could just beating the shit out of each other like, back in the day. That I can't is plan. totally acceptable.
0: NXT <laughs> TakeOver Phoenix, ready for it. Yep. Uh, Cliff, yep. You're number four.
2: Um, I think for me, the other one that I'm really looking forward to, and this is and this is just me personally, uh, Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey. It's got to happen next year. I would be so hyped to see those two in the ring together.
0: Especially if they're going to continue uh, like building towards this four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match, clearly they're not pulling the gun on it th- this year. Uh, especially with Marina and Jessamine just now, you know, debuting on TV. I definitely see a slow burn for that feud leading into maybe like SummerSlam and or Survivor Series. Uh, SummerSlam being the earliest, but yeah, no, no, I, I'm right there with you on that one. Yeah, Daddy. Juju.
1: Sticking with the women's thing. I'm excited for the ladies tag titles. Yes.
0: Has, yes. There, any, has there been any rumor on when they're debuting? Or um, like, is it Mania gonna happen? Is it
1: I don't I haven't seen much but if this makes sense I think what WWE's probably doing is doing the back pocket thing they announced it so everybody knows it's coming but the next time they fuck up that's when they're going to announce it so they can try to bring the ratings back up that's what I think they're doing cuz WWE's WWE's pretty good about that when they're like oh wait we're fucking up we got this really good thing let's drop it then so
0: iconic duo I, for first time champs
1: I'm just you know I, I if this makes sense I don't really give a shit if it's iconic duo Sasha Bailey, you know Sasha I Bailey know. or whoever else. Even if it's a surprise tag team that we never even thought about that comes mm-hmm. up from NXT, I'm fine with it because the damn titles are finally there. The
0: so, ta- the,
1: but preferably I would like iconic duo to win them because I love this Aces. The
0: damn I titles love- are
1: back. Yeah, yeah, they're back. But that's what I mean. They're finally there. Like it, it needs this needed to happen. Everyone's you know every time you hear, oh oh the women are they they're equal, are they really no, start bringing shit so they can work you know exactly. Give them more opportunities so i'm I'm excited exactly. for that
0: uh so number three for me, uh it's hard because you know I lumped the women's division, you guys kind of separated it uh number three would have to be you know number three would be seeing who they're gonna give the ball to on raw. I'm really in, okay. I'm really interested to see who they're going to be giving the ball to on Raw in 2019. Since Roman's gone, um, Drew's there, Finn's there, Braun is there, and I kind of am confused with who they're going to pull the who they're going to pull the trigger with. Because right. Braun, they've, they've been mulling it over. They haven't really done it. They should have done it with the briefcase. They did. drew. They've been building up all year. He just took consecutive losses to Finn, and now it looks like they're building up Finn, especially with Kevin and Sammy coming back. It's the main event picture is very thin on on Raw, so it's going to be very interesting to see how Raw is going to change. Whether that be due to the shakeup, or who are they going to start building up and promoting uh, up into up into Mania. So right. I'm really interested. I won't say excited, but I'm interested in seeing what happens on Raw because I want Raw to do better. Like as much as we all say that we hate Raw and everything else like that right now. We can say that we hate it because Bro, hate we're wrestling fans.
1: That's because the we, we reason. We know it
0: watching. can do better.
1: We, yeah, that's we know what it, it can do better. It's because we have not, high expectations. That's what right. it is. Is we know that this shit can be better. So every time they fuck up, you're like, yeah. really?
0: Yeah. So really? that's, that's so main event picture for Raw. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how that develops. Uh,
2: Cliff, number three for you. Um, we kind of talked about one of them already, but if it's for your number me, three, man, it's your
0: number three.
2: Just makes it quicker. <laughs> emergence of undisputed era. Okay, I just, I'm a huge fan of Adam Cole, and I just want to see him as an enemy champion. I? Yep. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, Juju, you're number three.
1: I want to see because we all know usually. Royal Rumble, Wrestlemania season happens, you see all those people get plucked out of NXT, especially now that they've plucked a bunch out too. No. Um, I'm excited to see after the pluck of group out, who ends up taking up those spots? Who ends up becoming the fan favorites in NXT? I love that. Because that WWE doesn't make me as excited anymore. The main roster doesn't make me as excited anymore. Like, who's going to fill this spot after? No. NXT makes me Excited to see, okay, this group of people got called up and now we have new storylines to develop, new feuds, new people that are getting, going from just doing house shows to now doing live TV. Yep. The hustle and bustle of it is I'm excited. So that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, number two. Um, yeah, number two. You know what? My number two, I'm going to have to say I have to agree with you on your number three, Julie. Like, Seeing the rotation out and everything like that, especially mm-hmm. with how how stacked NXT is right now.
1: Yeah, I want to see who the fuck ends up mm-hmm. taking that spot
0: because there's so many top spots right now. Like mm-hmm. so many people in the top echelon of NXT: Alicia um, Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Velveteen Dream,
1: and you and Adam there's Cole, and, and some people have already like said show. that they don't want to go to the main roster right away. I think it was like Pete right. Dunson recently. He's like, I don't want to go to the main roster anytime. So, so it, like, it all depends on uh, having them having to contest with that part too.
0: Yeah. With EC3, Lars Sullivan, heavy machinery, Lacey. Yeah. With and them Nikki going Cross, out. You know, that leaves some room in the mid card, you know, for some people to develop. So uh it's really interesting to see who's going to really come up in that spot. Also that might give room. That's going to definitely give room to say Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, um Marcel Barthel, oh my god, i'm ready for marcel Barthel yeah there's that that my group glory of, that there's um that group of uh Brazilians there's like two Brazilians yep. they've been touring on the n x t circuit I can't remember what his one name is, but he won like, I know you're talking about. last year, yeah. And then there's some uh jitsu guy. Um And they've yeah, been with Tainara Conti. Yeah, uh, I would say Conti's
1: been with them. Yeah, yep, I, as a, I've as seen a lot of faction. them on Instagram.
0: I'm ready for more factions in NXT and more groups and everything else like that. So, uh but yeah, no, I'm ready to see new faces, fresh blood in NXT, and I can't wait to see new signees, new faces in NXT. So that's my number two. Cliff,
2: you're number two. Um... I think, I think my number two is definitely going to be who takes the, the main event spot for Raw. Like, <laughs> obviously we, we, we just talked about this, the whole bleed yep. out with especially Roman and Braun being hurt right now. But what I do find interesting, it was something I was going to say too was you do see that they're building Finn. You do see that they're building Drew. You do see that they're building back up again. Dean, like all these guys are starting to kind of fill that roster up. It kind of makes me feel like what the attitude era was when Stone Cold got hurt yep. and they were relying on him. So heavy, and they started. Yeah, one yeah, Stone Cold.
1: Yeah, one. One. He got hurt. Like- everybody else started coming up. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 I, I feel. That's you. how yep. I feel. So yeah. No. Good point. Good point. With the Attitude Era reference. Yep.
1: uh Juju um, I would like to see. How to explain this? I want to see more factions in WWE, but I want them to be better. That's so what I'm don't, looking forward to. Yeah, like you
0: don't want them to have. What I don't want like shitty thrown
1: like. together, I don't want shitty thrown together like all oh, these three wrestlers and they put some fucking name on them, no. I'm looking at- Like the welcoming to- committee yeah, on yeah. SmackDown
0: with Natalia Carmel and Tamina with Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, it was weird.
1: I, I, I like that there's and you can see the ideas <clears> of having really good factions, like you see that in NXT and different places and, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what develops from there as long as they're good, because if they just decide to throw a bunch of shit shack- shit fucking fat shit, blah, I will lose my mind. Yeah. I hate shitty fucking factions. I hate them. I hate them. I like, what's the point? Okay. Oh, it's, it's, it's a bunch of guys together and maybe your fucking tights match and, oh, maybe you have a saying together and, oh, but you all yeah. still can't fucking wrestle. So oh, I, I could, want good be.
0: factions. Could we throw in there also treating factions that are already well-established like Sanity, not like shit?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I want I want no. the faction to be a thing next year, and I think because there's been enough of a blah blah, blah, blah online that at least NXT is starting to get it, and I think once SmackDown goes to... Uh, Fox. Thank you. I almost said ESPN again. This whole fucking UFC thing throws me off. Um <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, so once they go to Fox, that little bit of pressure of doing better, I think that also puts the pressure on the factions doing better on there make it more sporty make it more interesting. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, number I mean, one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a number one, and I'm really trying to stay out of like the NXT realm. Right. But I, I don't think I can help it because I think in 2019, I think 2019 is going to be the year of NXT UK. No, nope, I totally agree. So I That's really, not on my really, list,
1: but I totally agree.
0: <laughs> I, I really think, you know, with us being as Americans, we don't get to see a lot of people, like, say, from New Japan. And from Europe and from all these other indie or maybe not so, not so well remembered or known of, uh, divisions or uh, wrestling promotions worldwide. So, um, I really think at least for the UK brands, it's going to put a highlight on some people. I like, I I like to think that Pete Dunn mustache mountain you know, really highlighted the type of work ethic and the type of I I don't want to say newness because it's not really new. It's just something that we've haven't really seen with the main product or even at regular, you know, our own NXT brand. Like the way the British wrestlers are and you know, what they bring to the table is something different and new other than just their accents. Right. So um, the strong sound. right. Like it, it's just I feel, I feel like it's more gritty, you know, very William Regal-esque. Um, so I'm really ex- I really do think our probably the best show or some of the best matches of 2019 are gonna come from NXT UK. And I really think that NXT UK is going to blow up, uh, to be as big, if not bigger than NXT. Especially like with the signing of like, say, Walter, you yeah. know? So, uh. I have um, to agree with that. Yep. Yeah. I- I really, really think that that's the big, the big thing.
2: Yeah. I think it's funny for cause... me too, because I've I've attached myself already to like two wrestlers at WWE, uh, um, NXT UK, and that would be a Dave Mastiff and then a Liguero. Oh, like, Ligero. Um, And then they so good. And I love watching, uh-huh. I love watching uh-huh. Dave Masters. So, I don't know. All I'm right.
0: Attached. So, um, yeah. Cliff, you're number one.
2: I think my number one is going to be just a better product overall for Raw and SmackDown. Watching the product grow and you get new feuds, you're going to get new matches. That's what I'm really looking forward to seeing. Just all around. It's just, this year definitely was a shit year for Raw and SmackDown. And then it started getting better. Pretty solid. But then like We had everything after Survivor Series suck. Right. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing... I'm looking forward to just seeing a better product altogether. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, Juju.
1: Hmm. Number one. Let me see. Let me look at this. You know what? Honestly, it's going to be at the end of 2019. But the move to Fox. I think the move to Fox is going to save WWE from itself because they're going to have somebody that's going to be a little bit, because yeah, USA has let them do a lot of stuff and they've had a, and such a long relationship. I think Fox is going to have more of a over the shoulder look on what the product's going to be, that it's going to force them to be, better, which means we're going to get like it plays on what you said about better product in the new year. I mean, I'm hoping because what I think is once SmackDown moves to Fox and Fox makes it better even though it might be at the end of the year I think that pressure of it moving to Fox is going to force Raw to be better. Right, Like, so I love this idea of that. Uh, th- there's this amount of pressure to make the product not suck next year. And I'm really excited. So it's, yeah, it kind of plays off cliff because I'm excited for that part. Like you can't suck balls next year because, well, we, we're, we're really looking. We, there's too many people that are got in a microscope on, you now. too many people wrote articles, too many people have pointed out that you failed us. So I'm looking forward to them making up for it because there's, so many good wrestlers it's not fair to them that they look like they're bad wrestlers when they're not right that's really what it is you shouldn't be forced to look like a bad wrestler when you're not so that's, that's really, really right. where man
0: that's you know we all had good ideas there i'm not gonna even say anything bad because it was actually pretty dope so uh yeah you
1: know that sounds fair to
0: Yep, 2019 starts next week for us. So,
2: uh, the announcement of AEW. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Listen, your list is done, sir. We are done. So <laughs> don't you can't be adding honorable mentions when we're done, sir. <laughs> so, um, so that's it for this week. We took up a lot of your time. Thank you again for listening in. Uh, 2018 definitely was a roller coaster year. Had a lot of ups and downs. Maybe some more downs and ups, but regardless, you know, with wrestling fans, there's one thing that we all can agree on is that we're always going to be disappointed in one way, shape or form eventually. Uh, and we are allowed to be angry because we expect a better product because we know we, they can deliver it. Yep. Especially with the talent roster and the talent pool that they have. And, uh, it's not the wrestler's fault. It's definitely the writers and the people in charge. And so yeah, they need to get the head out of asses. And that was that, if anything, WWE needs to take that away. As the lesson learned for 2018, get your head out your asses. Let the wrestlers do what they do. That's the reason why you signed them and, uh, start thinking of some new ideas because having imagination is kind of key. Stop rehashing old shit. Uh, CM underscore Miller 85 on like every social media platform that you can think of. Yeah, buddy. I'm pretty sure that's even his handle on Tinder. So, um, (laughs) I don't know. Just a guess. Uh, I can't remember yours, Jew. I'm sorry. It's We're at, a, yeah, it's at a little less Jubaka in, yeah. insta- on Instagram. But okay, but so. no one wants a little less Jubaka. We always want more.
1: Yeah, but I want to be a little less person. That's why I'm trying to work all this fat off, dog.
0: Like I got a <laughs> head injury and had the,
1: dog, listen, like I got an injury, couldn't walk like, straight line and shit, got fat as fuck from it. I'm trying to get all that fat off it. So, so uh, if yeah. You want motivation, want if, you want motivation, if you want some motivation,
0: if you want some motivation,
1: come watch me lose some weight, we'll motivate you. Julie
0: people. definitely gives motivation to, like, either get up every your ass and do something or get some earbuds. So, no, 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 I'm just kidding. Kidding!
1: Oh, No, honestly, I'll say it to us right now. It's good days or bad days. That's what mine's about because everyone posts just good days. If I'm having a shitty day, you're going to know about it because that's keeping it real
0: mental health awareness your mental health is not a joke remember that going into 2019 your mental health is not a joke
1: nope. and for me as
0: always martin do mar one 0 find that everywhere um i'm on everything instagram i like to post my doggies that's my thing uh but just in case you know if life happens julie's car breaks down cliff jumps off a bridge i blow up because of a meteor you know, just in case we're not there next week, uh, have a good new year. We'll see you in 2019. And uh, always share, like, comment, subscribe to us wherever Woo! we're found on social media. And thanks again for stopping in.
1: Peace out. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.